1: talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 338. We have our power rankings this episode, plus our Week 18 Rams up straight-up game picks, and we're saving our uniform series segment, focusing on a player who wore number 38 for the end of this episode. Let's talk about a few other things. How about the Pro Bowl selections? I know... We shouldn't be giving much weight to that. It's fairly trivial in the grand scheme of things, but Matthew Stafford, Pukunakua, Kyron Williams, and Aaron Donald all named to the team. If there is one player that was slighted on the Rams, it would have to be Kevin Dotson. And this is the thing with offensive line selections on the Pro Bowl. They don't have a lot of data to go to other than for a guard, for example. How many sacks surrendered or not surrendered? and what the running game for that team looks like. And maybe you go back and look at some tape, but you know most of these voters aren't going to do that. Or you look at some pro football focus grades. And if you look at any of that, do any of that, Kevin Dotson is probably on this team. But what they do here is they look at last year's selection and the last few years' selection. If there's a guy that's been making it two or three years He's probably going to make it again unless there is a big, obvious drop-off in their performance. Look at two of the guards, Zach Martin, Landon Dickerson. No one's budging them off this roster. That's just the way it is. Hey, did you hear what happened to Kobe Turner with respect to Defensive Rookie of the Year voting? Ian Martinez and Paul Wallia talked about this during our roundtable a little bit. Some of these betting sites did not even have odds listed for Kobe Turner. He was not even an option as far as they were concerned. And there was quite an uproar on social media, rightfully so. Someone posted Jalen Carter's stats right next to Kobe Turner's. And sure enough, overnight, Kobe Turner's status on those betting sites elevated. I think he's the third choice now. Still a bit of a long shot. In my opinion, he should get the award. But hey, probably a little bias here. And I also think Pukunuku should be the offensive rookie of here. Not to dismiss what C.J. Stroud did, and he's probably going to get the award just because of the position he plays. That's pretty impressive what he's done at the most difficult position in the league. But if you dismiss the position these two guys play, Nakua, wide receiver C.J. Stroud, quarterback, hey, it's Nakua. What he's done has been incredibly impressive. A fifth round draft pick, on the verge of breaking a couple of rookie records, and he passes the eye test. This is no mirage. Puka Nakua is a great player. C.J. Stroud is a very good player. My vote goes to Puka Nakua, and he might win it. Wouldn't that be sweet? Puka Nakua and Kobe Turner winning Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year, respectively. And a feather in Les needs cap, wouldn't you say? Pretty impressive. Okay, let's get into our Week 18 NFL Power Rankings. First thing I'm going to do is talk about the teams that just missed the cut. Not deserving of a top 10 ranking, but pretty good teams nonetheless. Let's start with the Jacksonville Jags. Still probably going to end up as the AFC South champion. It's not a done deal yet, though. Won their first game after a four-game losing streak. Uh, they need to get back on track or they're going to be one and done in these playoffs. AFC, AFC bracket's going to be really tough. Next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they had a chance to lock up the NFC South and failed miserably against the Saints. So they're outside looking in and a team that is really, uh, has their arrow pointing up, in my opinion, the Houston Texans, kind of like the Rams, um, Nobody thought much of them at the start of this year. They are going to be another team that's going to be, uh, as they say, tanking. Well, they are wrong on that. D'Amico Ryans has that team moving and shaking the AFC South. And if they beat the Colts uh, in Week 18, they will be in the playoffs. And the Pittsburgh Steelers go up to Seattle and win uh, and beat a Seattle team that's uh, up against it, was up against it, trying to get into the playoffs. A must-win game for both those teams, and the Steelers handled them. I think it's the first time the Steelers have won there in, uh, since the 1980s. Uh, Mason Rudolph getting it done. So they're outside looking in as well. And then the Green Bay Packers... You know, when they're at their best, they're kind of a scary team, but they're just very inconsistent. And that's probably due to their youth, a very young team, younger than our Los Angeles Rams even. Uh, But so they are also outside this top 10. No new additions to the top 10. Same 10 teams, but there's been some shuffling here. My new number 10 team dropping two spots, the Eagles, losing at home to the Cardinals. Their defense is really struggling. Not not the same team we saw as last year, and sometimes you got to take a step back, and you're tempted to rank the teams like the the Eagles and Chiefs higher than they deserve just because of what they've gotten done in recent seasons. But the Eagles are not the same team. Really having trouble on defense, uh, so they're my number ten team. Eleven and five. They visit the New York Giants for their uh, season finale, and then on to the playoffs. My number nine team, the Cleveland Browns, eleven and five. Uh, they move up one spot. Now I have the Rams above them. We'll get to that in a second. The Rams have two less wins, but the Rams did beat the Browns. Now that was Joe Flacco's first start. So uh, if if they were to play right now, man, it, it I don't know what the odds on that game would be, but it'd be pretty tight. Browns. Uh, I've been probably not been giving them the credit that they should that I should have. It's all about their defensive though. If if their defense plays like they're capable and Joe Flacco is just pretty good, Browns could go a long way in the playoffs. They travel to Cincinnati week 18. My number 18, hour: Los Angeles Rams, nine and seven. Uh, They face the 49ers. It's basically going to be a preseason game. Brock Purdy versus Carson Wentz. That's right. And You know, the Rams at their best right now are a really dangerous team, but they do have, I do have some concerns. Us Ram fans, we know what those concerns are. It's basically, uh, can our secondary hold up against some of these passing attacks? In my opinion, that's the concern because this bend but don't break defense has been breaking too much, getting beat over the top. That's my biggest concern with the Rams, and that's why I'm not sure who I want them to play uh the Cowboys and CD Lamb or this uh much more diversified Lions attack probably going to be one of those two teams. I know the Lions Rams is is an attractive game for other reasons Stafford versus Goff, Stafford playing in Detroit, but <clears throat> I'm sorry. I I I'm starting to think the Rams have a better chance of beating the Cowboys and I know I'm in the minority on that, but that's how I feel. Today I may change my mind by tomorrow. My number seven team, the Kansas City Chiefs, ten and six. They come out to SoFi to play the Chargers, and just like the Eagles, this team has to reprove it. They have to prove it again to me that they are really a Super Bowl contender. At this point, I'm not so sure they are. But Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs—I don't know if I'd want to play him. My number six team. The Miami Dolphins dropping two spots. Uh, they'll host the Buffalo Bills in an AFC East clash. They just got hammered by the Ravens, and that's really concerning. I thought that was going to be, uh, you know, two Titans battling it out for uh, supremacy, or at least uh, on paper supremacy, going into the playoffs. Ravens are obviously going to be the higher seed uh, at this point, and and that's going to be a That's going to be big if these two teams meet again. It's going to be in Baltimore if that happens. So I'm giving the nod to the Ravens and the Dolphins. I don't know, it just didn't show up. Losing Bradley Chubb, the outside linebacker edge rusher, is a pretty big deal, too. So Dolphins take a hit there. My number five team, the Detroit Lions, 11-5. Now, you can make the argument that they should be rated higher than the Cowboys because they went into Dallas— and played them down to the down to the end there and actually probably should have won that game if not for some referee and mistakes so um i don't know i'll, I'll leave leaving them at 5 though where they were last last week and i'm putting the cowboys above them but if those two teams played in detroit i'd probably be betting on the lions uh lions host the vikings uh in week 18 Number four team, the Cowboys, same eleven and five record as the Lions. They travel to Washington to play the Commanders. And the thing about the Cowboys is, you know, Dak Prescott playing great, CeeDee Lamb lighting it up. The defense is really good, but the defense is not so great against the rush. And I'm not sure the Cowboys have enough weapons. If someone can figure out a way to take away CeeDee Lamb, yeah, Brandon Cooks is there. He's he's a good receiver too. But I don't know. Um, I'd like my chances against the Cowboys, as I said. Uh, Rams going in there and running the ball with Kyron Williams. Remember, the last time they played, Williams was not available. My number three team, the Buffalo Bills, uh, 10-6 record. I have them higher than most folks, I think. But they're uh, they're cruising along pretty good. Them and the Rams, probably the two hottest teams. There's the Ravens, of course. But... uh, they're playing very well on both sides of the ball. Josh Allen getting it done. Um, another team, uh, if I'm an AFC team like the, uh, the Dolphins and uh, the Chiefs, the Browns, I don't want to play the Bills right now. My number two team, the San Francisco 49ers, 12-4. and four. Uh, They host the Rams. And they had that bump in the road against the Ravens. And they had that three-game losing streak. So... I think everybody's over this idea that they're unbeatable at this point, right? Cuz they are definitely beatable. And uh I think the thing about the 49ers and, and I put the Cowboys in the same uh in the I hold I view them in the same light, the 49ers and the Cowboys. Really good teams, but there's something about them in the playoffs just not convinced they're going to get it done. They're going to do something, they're going to They're going to choke at some point, both of these teams. That's my gut feeling. Um, And so, well, 49ers still clearly the number two team in the league, though, right now. The thing about the 49ers is I think their path to the Super Bowl might be a little easier in the NFC than the AFC, although the Cowboys and Lions uh, could put up a stiff test. But remember, they're going to have to go to Santa Clara to beat them. And the one team that I think would have a good shot at beating the 49ers in Santa Clara. Might be our Rams because of the familiarity. Um, And it's kind of a maybe a blessing in disguise that they're playing a preseason game in Week 18, these two teams, because the Rams don't have to show them anything. 49ers will have some extra time to prepare. But who do they prepare for? They're not sure, right? But I bet you they're preparing for the Rams. And my number one team, no-brainer here. The best team in the NFL, and it's not even close, the Baltimore Ravens. They travel out to San Francisco, Santa Clara, and take care of the 49ers, come home, and just smash the Dolphins. You know, that's my number two and my number six team that they handled pretty easily. So uh, shout out to the Ravens, man. Lamar Jackson getting it done. He's clearly the MVP. And Harbaugh, what a great coach. Great week for the Harbaugh family, huh? Maybe it'll be another great week. If uh, I'm, I'm pulling for the Huskies. But if uh, you know the Ravens close out with a 14 and 3 record, and uh, Michigan takes care of the Huskies, uh, what a what a great year for those two guys, the brothers, the Harbaugh brothers. But uh, I'm picking the Huskies. Getting off track here. I'm picking the Huskies Monday night. By the way, um, they wouldn't crack my top 10, though, but man, they are so much fun to watch. But anyways, that's my Week 18 Power Rankings, 1 through 10. Ravens at the top are not even close, and uh, we'll do this one more time before the playoffs. We'll have our end-of-season Power Rankings about a week out from now. Well, I'm going to make a run at Week 18 game picks. One of the more difficult weeks to pick. Well, it might be actually the most difficult. Kind of like picking Week 1 games or preseason games in some cases. But I will give it a go. Had a good week last week, 12-4, and to improve to 156 correct and 100 wrong. I'm pretty proud of that number. Nothing to be embarrassed about. We'll start with the Saturday games. The Steelers at the Ravens. Steelers are actually favored in this. Ravens probably going to cruise with a lot of backups, and Pittsburgh has a little bit to play for, so we will go with the Steelers. Texans at the Colts Saturday night. Everything on the line here. The winner goes to the playoffs. Texans are actually favored here. I think C.J. Stroud's the difference here, and the Texans come away with the road win and go to the playoffs. Pretty impressive first season for Coach D'Amico Ryans. On to the Sunday games. The Buccaneers had a chance to wrap up the division last week, but threw a dud at the Saints, and now everything's on the line. Fortunately, it's the Panthers they're playing, but it is on the road. would be pretty crazy if they found a way to lose this one, and I think Baker Mayfield and the Bucs will get it done. Bucs win and take the NFC South and the four seed in the playoffs. Browns at the Bengals. The Browns are the number five seed, so they're probably going to rest some guys. The Bengals are eliminated. I guess you just go with the home team here in a pretty meaningless game. What else you going to do with that one? Vikings at the Lions. Uh, The Vikings have an extremely limited path to the playoffs at this point. The Lions will be a two or three seed. Man, they, they must be still upset about that game in Dallas be really surprised if either of these teams have their heart in it 100%. Well, don't tell Dan Campbell that. That team's always fired up, but I'll take the Lions at home. Bears at the Packers, and this is a game where there is a lot on the line for the Packers anyways. They're favored by three at home against a divisional rival. Justin Fields has been on a roll, and I don't know, man. I'm going to take the Bears in this one which could mean the Packers miss the playoffs, depending on what happens with the Seahawks and the Cardinals. But I'm taking Justin Fields and the Bears, and I'm probably in the minority there. Just a gut feeling. Winning this time of year at Lambeau, pretty tall task, but the Bears are going to have fun. They're going to play loose. And the Packers, an extremely young team, I think they blow it, and the Bears take the win. Jets at the Patriots. This is another game that does not excite me at all. Would I want to watch this? Absolutely not. Two teams that really know how to get it done on defense. wonder what the over-under on this is. But when in doubt, take the home team. Falcons at the Saints. They'll be watching that Bucks game. The winner of this would win the division if the Panthers can pull the upset. Saints got it done against the Bucks last week after getting thrashed by the Rams. I just think the Saints are playing better football right now, at least based on last week, and the Saints win. They are at home as well, so feel pretty comfortable with that pick. Jags at the Titans. Titans have fared really well against the Jags at home. Jags are favored by five. Really important game for them, obviously. It means nothing to the Titans. I think you got to roll with the Jags here, even though Titans at home, this is going to be a really tight game in my opinion. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs aren't sure who they're going to face next week. Do they play Patrick Mahomes? He'll probably play a little bit. Might be a lot of Chief fans at SoFi Stadium. Hey, I told you last week, stop me if I even think about picking the Chargers. So thank you. I'm not picking the Chargers. I'll roll with the Chiefs. And so that probably means the Chargers will pull the upset. Broncos at the Raiders. Meaningless game. Probably see a lot of backups. Who knows what's going to happen in this one. Russell Wilson won't be playing. Jarrett Stidman getting the start. I guess I'd take the Raiders. I think they're the slightly better team in are at-home. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Hey, I think everybody's starting to see what I predicted from the Seahawks. They're just an okay team. They'll rise to the occasion at times, just like any other team does, and they usually do it in splendid fashion. But the Cardinals played really well. At Philadelphia, they come home. They want to close this out on a high note. Cardinals and the Seahawks' playoff hopes with a win, taking the Cardinals. By the way, NFC West could be pretty competitive next year. Eagles at the Giants. Now, Philadelphia will have their eye on that Cowboys game if the Cowboys beat the Commanders that would lock the Eagles into the fifth seed. But they haven't played well. They're going to come out and play hard and play well. They have to. They can't go into the playoffs on this down note, losing or just even playing poorly against the Giants. I think the Eagles win. Giants are a tough out, though, as the Rams found out last week. Cowboys at the Commanders. Dallas is a big favorite, 13 points. They're going to go on the road and win this game pretty handily, I think. Commanders will be checking out. I think this is Ron Rivera's last game as coach of the Commanders. Cowboys win that one. Bills at the Dolphins. Dolphins can steal the AFC title from the Bills. Josh Allen has thrived against the Dolphins. If this game was in Buffalo, I'd be 100% on the Bills here. It's in Miami. I'm still taking the Bills. They'll edge the Dolphins here. This could be a really fun game. Dolphins, their defense got smacked by the Ravens last week, so they're probably going to try to show up and make a point here against a pretty good Bills offense. This will be a fun game. I'll take the Bills in a close one. And then the Rams at the 49ers. 49ers favored by four. I've seen three and a half. San Francisco just wants to come out of this game healthy, as do the Rams, although the Rams are still fighting for the sixth spot. Could slide to the seventh spot if they lose. Could hang on to the sixth spot if they lose, if the Packers also lose. I mean, clearly both these teams want to win this game, but... Flip a coin, how this turns out. I guess I'll take the Rams. Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. Man, what do you do with that one? But you know how I roll with Ram games. I'm picking the Rams in this one. That's my Rams up straight up picks for week 18. A hodgepodge of games. Some of them meaningless. Some of them meaningful for one side, but not the other. Really tough week to pick games, but there you have it. My Rams up straight up picks. When we start talking about uniform numbers in the high 30s and Rams that wore those numbers, pretty slim pickings until we get to number 39 anyways. But number 38 for this episode, let's talk about Cody Davis. Came out of Texas Tech in 2013, an undrafted free agent, signed with the Rams. Three years with the St. Louis Rams, two years for the Los Angeles Rams, Played in 65 games for us, only five as a starter. Had over a 1,000 snaps on special teams, though. And then he moved on to Jacksonville. Played some defense, but still a lot of special teams. And by the time he got to New England, where he still is, only one snap on defense, 890 special team snaps. For his career, almost 3,000 snaps on special teams. Not bad for an undrafted free agent out of Texas Tech has parlayed that into quite a career, still playing, after signing with the Rams in 2013 as an undrafted free agent. Cody Davis, our number 38. That's going to do it.